Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> Welcome to the Cookbook Circle Podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Victoria. We're two friends with a shared love of food, cooking, and all things cookbooks. We are now in the third season of this podcast. And this one is all about, well, not really anything in particular. We are themeless. So you can expect deep dives on certain dishes, reviews of cookbooks, of course, but there'll be new cookbooks, old cookbooks, all sorts of cookbooks. And of course, we'll be asking you, our lovely listeners, for some input on episodes that we're going to do. It's going to be so, it's gonna be so fun. fun. And if you love what we do, we're also on Patreon. This means if you'd like to support us, your subscription will help to cover the podcast's costs from the books themselves to the ingredients for what we cook. And in return, you'll get some fun stuff like bonus mini-sodes. To find out more, visit our website, thecookbookcircle.com, or you can find the link in our show notes. Thanks, friends. Now, let's get to the fun part. Hello, Victoria. Hi, Anna. That's my seductive voice. I know. I felt very, uh, you know, seduced. seduced. I'm trying out a new look for season three. Seductive. Wow. Let us know. Wow, I'm, I've lost it. I'm done. I'm out. Look, I just really, you know, she's blushing. It works. You should put that on your, like, hinge profile thing, like, where you can put record. the voice note. Absolutely nobody listens to those voice notes, nor would they want yes, to. Yes, do. I heard it. I heard it on Greg James. What? People playing their hinge voice notes? Well, no. Greg James was recorded to two people's voice, voice notes. notes for them for their hinge being like hi i'm greg james and uh this person is great oh, the kind of God. thing and like tried to be like and it didn't work for either of them but that's because nobody listens <laughs> just like you know maybe that person thought that they knew greg james and that's i would go on a date with them if i thought they knew greg james. <laughs> that's true for, for anyone outside of the uk greg james is our you know radio national treasure six foot four tall drink of water <laughs> He's six foot four. Wow, that's a, 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 a fantastic fact that you knew straight off the bat. Look, tall gals, no tall guys. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, but we love you, Greg. <laughs> we love you, Greg. Please do our voice notes. We're here for season three with Greg James. with Greg James. We're doing guests now. <laughs> Vic's lost it. No, with a whole new type of episode. This is very exciting for yes, us. I know. This is just nervous laughter because, <laughs> you know, I, I like a structure. I like, I'm very set in my ways and this could go either way. I think it's going to go great because no, we're doing... Of course it's going to go great because we are great. And we're doing a public service, I think. A lot like Greg James. <laughs> 
Yes. Um, yes, he also, you know, bakes a ridiculous number of cookies and eats them and <laughs> thinks about, you know, whether they used bloody, like, baking soda or baking powder or what the hell they used in there. Always soda. Mirror soda. That was our last season opener. <laughs> now we're focusing on bicarb of soda. So we wanted to do this we've talked about this for a long time because we think that there's obviously for loads of classic recipes there's a million recipes out there and it's really hard to know which one to pick or which one's your favorite so we thought we would do this for chocolate chip cookies how did we come to our who we wanted to whose recipes we wanted to pick to her well we were deeply overwhelmed (laughs) Um, but we are just generally in life, and <laughs> yeah, we are just generally stumbling through life. Overwhelmed, um, but there are so many chocolate chip cookie recipes mm-hmm. out there. Um, so I think we we had a look at, again at other people's work. <laughs> what when people when other people on the internet were trying to figure out what their favorite cookie was, what recipes did they test? Yes, and then we went and when we went back to them. I saw a woman on TikTok who's trying to make every chocolate chip cookie recipe on the internet, which is a lot. Wow. How um, long does she have? I, too long is the answer. Um, and she's, but she, you know, she has a spreadsheet and everything. Um, but the first thing we did was we, we set some boundaries, yes. which is very rare for us. <laughs> in life and in the podcast. <laughs> Yes. I have no boundaries are, as a human. Being. No boundary. We are boundaryless. Seamless and um, boundaryless. On our little misery island, uh, we are boundaryless. Um, so, all the all the all the cookies that we're going to be talking about are. Hannah's lost it. <laughs> just like um, imagining if Vic ever got a job for like tourism England. I would never <laughs> she take that job. The shit you would come up with. Just just don't. <laughs> Stay where you are. Don't bother, lads. <laughs> it's not worth it. Um right. right d- d- less less about less about me working for the home office. <laughs> you have that they vibe. You probably employ me to keep it I do. <laughs> me, Suella. Pretty. Like, anyway, sorry. um less about the <laughs> government we need to talk about nice things history chocolate chip cookies so the only chocolate chip cookies we're talking about are we're we're being purists yeah here we're not like the home office (laughs) uh we're not letting any any anyone wade in with their nuts or their (laughs) or their yeah i don't know what else would you put no tahini no tahini you know random shit no zests or anything coming in here taking the chocolate chips jobs (laughs) we're not we're not diluting the population of the chocolate chip cookie so just chocolate and cookie yeah nothing else for for this podcast and for this episode that is not to say that we don't appreciate cookies of other ilk we love them uh we want to eat them yeah but for this that was our boundary um so we had to think about the books that we've cooked from in the previous two seasons mm-hmm. and chefs we know are, are good at that shit yeah. um and basically we both cooked the same four recipes yes from four chefs uh and we're going to talk you through them in a minute but first, before we introduce you to the four chefs that we and recipes that we talked about, Hannah, what is your ideal chocolate chip cookie vibe? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. I'm, I'm just terribly <laughs> glad you asked that, Victoria. I think mine has to be quite chunky, quite like high. I don't like too big and too big and too round. Ra- no, I was going to say too big and too round. I'm fine about the round. I'm too big and too flat. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of. I like quite a little bit puffy. Mm-hmm. And then in the inside, like maybe a little bit gooey. Like a okay. little bit. You want the chocolate to be like melted? I love the chocolate being a bit melty. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's only, you know, ever a transient state, unfortunately. But yes, I like like a little bit of 
a little bit soft in the middle, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, but crispy on the edges, golden. Mm. And quite high. Quite high. And I like big old chunks of chocolate in there. Mm -hmm. I don't like mini chocolate chips. Those shitty little chocolate chips you buy pre, you know, pre They don't melt. (laughs) They don't melt. They're just crap. They don't, you know, it's not a little party in your mouth. They taste like ass. They taste, I don't know which ones you've been buying. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't. This is the problem. So yes, that is my ultimate chocolate chip cookie. What is what do you go for what do you look for in a cookie i'm opposite to you well nobody will be surprised (laughs) no no look don't get me wrong i don't like a really big flat boy but i do like um a thinner i don't like them too high okay i don't want them to look like a a scone or a fucking rock cake but um crispy around the edges chewy Mm -hmm. Around the mid, it, around, around the middle, <laughs> chewy around the middle. I'm not like me. Um, <laughs> chewy, yeah. and I would prefer the chocolate not to be melty. Oh, really? Yeah, I like a bit of a bite with the chocolate. I'm the same with a pano chocolate. I I want to be able to like, you know, snap the chocolate. Right. Okay. <laughs> or, like the big chunk of chocolate. I don't really want it to be melty. This is interesting. Is it not just melty when it's warm and then it just solidifies when it's cold? Yeah, but I think that, you know, like a good pan of chocolate mm. or a good chocolate chip cookie, like the, you know, still get that. If, a, if crap chocolate has melted, yes. it, will, it, will rem, it will remain like kind of like gritty and, yeah. and bad. And what's your chocolate? What do you, what chocolate do you like? A dark bittery chocolate in your chocolate chip or do you like a milk or somewhere in the middle i like i usually like a little bit of a mix maybe like a bit of milk and a bit of mm-hmm. dark but if i had to choose i would say milk probably a lot of these recipes interestingly yeah. used dark didn't they yeah which i guess is a preference but i think you know it's whatever you like right you can you can do mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want as long as you stay yeah. within the recipe for this podcast to cook <laughs> because we wanted to follow them to the letter yeah i think i think um i think a milk if i had to choose but like a good quality milk are you the same and i think that mm, yes yes i don't mind a dark chocolate no. uh but again it's it's a quality thing it's a quality mm-hmm. thing you know I, I feel like as we know i love cadbury chocolate mm-hmm. um but I don't think things that like works in a cookie because it's too milky to me. Like it's too, you know, it doesn't have the right juxtaposition between the like sweet cookie and the chocolate hit. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, this is interesting. I think we um, have completely opposite tastes. <laughs> we didn't. But this is good. This is good. This is why you get a balanced view, dear listener. Okay. That's fine. We'll move on. So now I will tell you the four recipes that we cooked and what then we'll go through them. Yeah. So we firstly did uh, Felicity Cloak, who writes a column for The Guardian called How to Make the Perfect Blank. Yeah. And believe it or not, we did her How to Make the Perfect Chocolate Chip Cookies. <laughs> You'd be shocked, yeah. <laughs> Stay with us. <laughs> Ravni Gill, whose book we covered in season two, um, The Pastry Chef's Guide, she has a recipe for the perfect chocolate chip cookie. Well, I think Ravni was a really interesting one to include because her book is so classic packed, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like a really definitive guide. And she's obviously such an experienced pastry chef. I think between her, it was between her and maybe like someone like Dory Greenspan or someone like that. But Ravni kind of won out on the on the creds yeah chip creds chip creds we then also did uh alton brown's Mm -hmm. uh the chewy his is called chocolate chip cookie yeah um which came up just in a lot of lists of you know the best Best one yeah uh and then finally my number one bay kenji lopez alt who uh has a fucking dissertation Jesus on the seriousness website Christ. about cookies. 
Um, and so we couldn't not include that. Yeah, because he put so much goddamn work into it. <laughs> I was literally looking at it last night because I baked the, the second half of the batch. And my God, I was scrolling. I was getting cramp in my fingers from like scrolling down the page. He needs a jump to recipe bustle. You need to jump to recipe bustle. <laughs> Kenji, if you're listening, please, please put one in. But, you know, you can't, yeah, you can't fault how much thought he's put into it. And work. But anyway, we'll yeah. come back to him. We'll come back to him. Um, Lots to say. So, Felicity Cloak. Felicity Cloak. So, <laughs> FC. Um, chocolate Chip FC. Uh, great name for a band. Or football team. Football team, yeah. So, she, her, I feel like hers, of the four we did, were was the most, the simplest. Yes. Right, it seemed like a very standard cookie recipe. Yeah. Um, she wrote it in 2012. It had to be one of her first columns, right? Because similar yeah. to us, when we're thinking about things that you want to, I don't know, the, the, the classic recipes that everyone makes, or it's probably one of the first things that you want to bake when you're like, I don't know, a teenager or older or whatever. Um, I'd love to see where this like falls in her repertoire. Of how of yes yeah and I I wonder if she'll visit it again but that's that's a you know question for an, another time but she yeah 2012 and she she does a similar thing to Kenji but obviously in a shorter because it it was you know published in a newspaper mm. uh, where she goes through different recipes and talks about the, the one thing that comes up so much in these recipes um, is a toll house cookie yes. Which, Which I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I only learned about it from friends when Phoebe, Monica's looking for like one of Phoebe's relatives chocolate chip cookie recipes and Phoebe makes out like it's this like much treasured family recipe and then she, it turns out that she's like, I think she says like it's like Toll House or something and she puts some accent on it and Monica's like you mean it's a Toll House cookie and I think they're basically on the back of like a pack of something right. so it's it's seen as like the real like widespread classic recipe but US <laughs> listeners if I've if I've misunderstood that let me know oh, how did the Toll I, House come I, into your lives I read or saw once that that is that is how a lot of like you know family recipes in American families come to be like they're they were written on the back of like there's a tomato sauce like pasta sauce one I think that's similar Ah. that everyone's like oh this is my grandma's recipe but actually (laughs) it was just the only it was the only brand of tomatoes or whatever yeah yeah uh, that was out and that had a recipe on it and then everyone thinks it's the best one I love Um, that which I love too I think that's like you know it's a nostalgia thing so Felicity Cloak's recipe uh she uses salted butter yes. which is very unusual in baking in general right yeah. but um m- m- definitely in all the other all the other recipes just use unsalted unsalted yeah which I is think, interesting i think i've said it before but i don't i tend to like just ignore that a lot of the time and i use salted because i think salt is what's missing some a lot of the time in in recipes mm. and there's no harm. Salted butter is fucking delicious. Throw it in wherever you can. Lather yourself up with it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Told you I'm um, seductive. <laughs> <laughs> she uses light brown sugar mm-hmm. uh, and granulated sugar. So it's usually in, in these recipes, there's two sugars, right? Yeah. A brown and a, and a granulated. Uh, so she uses light brown and she uses, a, she uses a 50-50 ratio. So 75 grams light brown 75 grams granulated mm-hmm. some vanilla extract just one egg 240 grams of plain flour uh bicarbonate soda and she suggests dark chocolate chopped 170 grams yeah so uh that's it and then you basically just um mix the the wet ingredients well you beat the butter and sugar mm-hmm. until just combined she says yeah um whisk together the dry ingredients uh, add them in after you've into the wet after you've added the egg mm-hmm. um chill overnight yes after you've added the chocolate in obviously um 
so she's an overnight chiller. She says, uh, or it could be up to 72 hours. Yes, which is a common theme as well, isn't it? It's like almost like the longer the better, a lot of them say. Yes. Golf ball size rounds, bake for 15 minutes until golden but not browned, and then you can sprinkle them with sea salt, uh, which she says is optional. Yeah. For the top. But you should. <laughs> uh, but you should always, even though you've used salted butter mm. these were for me these were very high these were the highest cookies i made they were very like cakey yes they were quite cakey now i know i did say that i like a high cookie but they were they're just a smidgen too high for me yeah. and a smidgen too yeah like almost like a, a yeah scony kind of vibe in the middle yes like a rock cake yeah with chocolate chips in um mm, yeah i and the the batter uh, I, I didn't freeze it. I refrigerated it overnight. So yeah, it got probably about twenty four hours, mm-hmm. um, and it was very hard. Yeah, like it, it went very hard, and so it was like scoop, which is fine, scooping it out. But then I've, maybe that was what contributed to it. They didn't spread as much as some of the other cookies. Yeah, um, but yeah, very high, very cakey. I made a first batch. I think I left them in too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were a li- probably a little bit overcooked. But the, even the second batch I did, they were fine, but a bit dry. A bit dry. Yeah, they didn't blow me away. We're going to rank these at the end mm. so that everyone knows what our favourites are. Yeah. But, yeah, I actually underbaked mine a little bit because I was slightly tipsy when I was baking them. Nice. <laughs> and it was right before bed and I really wanted to get to bed. So... <laughs> It's because of the aforementioned tipsiness. <laughs> the tipsy baker would be my like blog name, probably. Because um, blogs are really current and cool. <laughs> not, 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 not my like TikTok name or anything. Um, yes, and I slightly underbaked them, but I did think the same. A little bit too high, a little bit too cakey. A little, just didn't blow me away. Just fine. Do you know what my... <laughs> thoughts are on this wow <laughs> on my alcoholism no <laughs> come back to that um, <laughs> i think that cookie technology has just come on <laughs> since 2012 <laughs> you know i think there was there's more out there yeah in terms of you know recipes to test and things to change and maybe people want something a bit different now i think maybe back then that to me it kind of feels like she's trying to emulate like a like a maryland cookie which is very like crunchy yes i was gonna bring up marylands earlier to be like where do we great by the way i I love them like you know i'm for a shop ball yes right i mean you know you're never gonna get like a chewy chocolate chip cookie from that you buy right but um yeah yeah i feel like she's trying to emulate that and uh yeah didn't love it but they were very easy to make and mm. don't require a stand mixer she says you can just do it all with a wooden spoon if you want to yeah um yeah they're fine they're fine not bad you could definitely play around with them but yeah i think she maybe felicity needs to revisit maybe she needs to take some um throw some Alison roman you know the chunky shortbread things yes. into her list of you know things to take uh, yeah tips from agreed or from Ravni. Or from Ravni. Look at that segue, guys. That's just, this We're is getting what we came there. here. Season three. It's <laughs> like Tim Lovejoy and Sunday brunch. Um, so, Did you just compare me to Tim Lovejoy? Yeah, because I want to make you mad. <laughs> Vic looks really disappointed and now I regret the joke. Anyway, so Ravni um, talks... <laughs> <laughs> she talks about in the intro about how she got slightly obsessed with perfecting cookies during her time at Llewellyn's. Is that how we say that word? I never know. Llewellyn? Llewellyn. This is one of those names I don't know how to pronounce. Um, she says cookies are personal, which I do agree with this. Just like pizza. I think pizza's personal. Cookies are also personal. I like Pick a personal thing. pizza. I do, but I like ten of them. Um, she says that she likes a cookie that can hold its shape, but when you break in the middle, it's got a slight softness to it. So I think me and Rav are on the same page here. And she says she likes a generous amount of dark chocolate 
and uh, a touch of sea salt. But she said that, that she finds one of the biggest factors that affects her cookies, other than the recipe, was, is the resting period in the fridge. And she says to do a little test yourself. If you don't let it firm up preferably overnight, it's going to be chewier and thinner, but the butter will seep out and then you lose some of the flavour. And then what she says, which I find the most interesting, is to shape it before you put it in the fridge. And that affects the final result as well. And I have to say that I'm inclined to agree with her um, because of, it's just an arse when you're like, (laughs) with the felicity or whatever, and you've just got this big hunk of dough and you're like digging into it. Like, what are you using there? It's like an ice cream that's been you know freezer burn or whatever yeah exactly so um yeah so she says she thinks this is gonna be um this is her perfect cookie so she uses although on Uh that i don't know who has the fucking space to put a whole baking sheet full of you know cookies in their uh balls in there i ended up putting mine in like a like a tart case like oh, yeah. all close together oh. just because I needed space in my fr- I didn't have any space in my fridge because I don't have a huge fridge and you know it, it's a premium yeah I guess they don't need to be spaced out at that point no it, it might be easier to like you know I don't know but that's a good point and these make 14 to 15 right so it's there's mm-hmm. a few few of the lads in there so this is unsalted butter softened Dark brown soft sugar, as opposed to Felicity's light. Some castor sugar, an egg, baking powder and bicarb of soda. She puts mm. Malden sea salt in the dough, which I think is interesting. And yeah. I'm here for it. And then flour, obviously. And then she says dark bittersweet chocolate chopped into large chunks as well. So she um, creams the butter and both sugars. Uh, either in a mixer or with a wooden spoon until paler but not fluffy. So I think her and Felicity are the same on that one. Like, don't overmix the... Yeah. Because it causes... Apparently, to, according to her, if you overmix at that point, it causes the cookie to deflate later when it's cooking. When it's cookie? <laughs> when the cookie cookie. <laughs> when the cookie cookie. <laughs> oh, then she says to add in the egg, beat it quickly. Then you mix together the dry, so the baking powder, bicarb, mold and flour. And you fold that in. And then you add in the chopped chocolate and fold it in as well. Lots of folding. And then she gives you, she says immediately scoop out 60 grams portions of the cookie dough i love the measurement i love knowing how like golf ball again i don't know i don't know i don't play golf yeah luckily when i was doing felicity cloaks (laughs) Stephen, my husband's dad was here who does play golf and i was like does Dave? Does this is like a golf ball size? <laughs> and he was like checking them for me. So I was lucky, but yeah, I agree. And if there's one thing that I've learned from you as a as a baker, mm. as a pastry person, it's to fucking measure your cookies yeah. so they're equal Uniform. sizes, but also yeah, and also just so they, you know, match the recipe. And I I think that that has changed my cookie game. Oh, so thanks, cookie. cookie. You're welcome. Uh, I don't think I can take credit for that, but that's fine. Then she says, so yeah, boil them up, chill in the fridge overnight. Then next day, preheat the oven, make sure they space out, and then you bake them for 12 minutes or 14 if baking from frozen. She says you want the middle to be ever so slightly underset. Allow them to cool. They continue firming up. And once cooled, eat them. Eat them. She says to eat, eat them. them. Can you imagine? <laughs> the cheek. Um... <laughs> They'll also, you could keep the balls of dough up to two days in the fridge or two weeks in the freezer. Mine took slightly longer in the oven. I think like two minutes or so. But my oven, I think I've previously mentioned, is a piece of shite. So that would, I don't think I can blame Rav for that one. But I really, really liked these ones. I think I agree with Rav. They are, I think Rav and I... You know, we have many things in common, but great hair. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, I just think we have the same taste, mm-hmm. and they ticked all the boxes for me. I really, really like them. I like them too. So here's what I've discovered in this process. This is just again, it's a personal opinion. I prefer light brown sugar mm-hmm. to dark brown sugar. It's just something about that, like very deep kind of toffee caramel taste that doesn't. It's, yeah. it's not for me mm. anyway um 
but I did really like these. I thought that they mine came out great. The recipe worked really well. I was mm. very happy with them. I thought they tasted better, like cold, like a couple of days or right. well, a couple of days, but a few hours after they cooled down. Mm. Like we we tried one straight out of the oven and it just that didn't hit for me. I was like, mm, okay, they're fine. Um, oh. But then an hour or two later, after they cooled down, I tried them again. I was like, oh, actually, yeah, these are these are these are great. Really like them. They kept really well as as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they didn't keep very long because you know cookies. Can, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, they were lush. Go Rav. Go Rav. No notes. No notes. No amends. We'll 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 see where this where this falls. Where they where they land. So the next one is Alton Brown. Texture like sign. Who is Alton Brown? <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> Should I? I feel like he was an American um, I... TV personality. Yeah. He was born Alton Crawford Brown Jr. God. Alton Brown is like a TV personality in America, right? <laughs> yeah. What's funny is that when you Google Alton Brown, the first question on Google is, does Alton Brown consider himself a chef? <laughs> That's so cutting. But apparently he doesn't identify as a cook or a chef at all. His pronouns are, are not <laughs> cook or chef. <laughs> Sorry. No shade. He prefers to be called a foodist. That's ridiculous. A foodist. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like like he's against food? Like he's a racist or a <laughs> I think more like a botanist. <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense. But he also went to the New England colorinally colorinally oh, wow. Wow. New word that I can't say unlocked. <laughs> Anyway, he went to um, he went to school to do uh, cooking. Oh, so he was on like Iron Chef. Oh God, worst cooks in America. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he just he got mentioned in a lot of the like cookie discourse that we looked into. It's been a grueling and... couple of weeks. <laughs> Um, but this one is called the Chewy, the Chewy chocolate chip cookie, mm-hmm. um, the Chewy for sure. And he says it's, this is actually based on um, another back of the pack recipe from the Nestle morsel bag. I don't know what that is, um, but I'm guessing it's some kind of cookie. Um, <laughs> maybe a cho- maybe it's a chocolate chip. It was called morsel. Yeah. Um, I probably should have looked that up, shouldn't I? Sorry, everyone. Really prepared for this. I did make a lot of cookies, though. She's high on cookies. One of the funniest things for me from this recipe, so it's on his website, and it, and his website has a like a US and a metric toggle. Right, yes. So you, can, you can see what it is in ounces or metric. But what's funny is when he gets to egg, he suggests in the metric version, he wants 50 grams of egg. Great. It's always um, a surprise when you crack an egg, just quite what the weight is. <laughs> so his thing for chewiness is that he puts, he uses bread flour oh. and 
he has he uses one whole egg and then an an extra egg yolk. How, what weight does that have to be? Twenty. Twenty okay. egg yolk. Um and then replaces the egg white that you've lost with milk, whole milk. Oh God. What's he doing? So it's um and then he does <laughs> At this point, I should clarify that I didn't make this. No, Hannah didn't make this. <laughs> but I did eat one, so that's what... Victoria kindly made some and brought them to the office so that I could eat one. I had made Ravneet's ones the day before and did not think to do the same for her, so she had to go home and make them. She's made all four, and I've only made three. I, I don't often go into our office um and <laughs> i was when hannah said she's making those rav neat ones i was like oh that's great because hopefully she'll bring one to the office because last time i was in the office she brought me some claire saffitz the salty halva brownies oh, or whatever they were that's right um, anyway i did not get around i had to make my, make my own rav neat but anyway she's eaten them but not made them uh and yeah. he uses uh light brown sugar and granulated sugar, but in 80-20%. So eight ounces of, or uh, 227 grams of light brown sugar, <laughs> and then only 57 or two ounces of granulated sugar. Right. So okay, yeah, that's interesting. And it's that, that's all to make it, you know, chewy. Also, yeah. the difference with these ones are uh you only chill them for an hour controversial alton yeah very controversial um also alton uh, demands that you sift the flour salt and baking soda on a paper plate <laughs> that is so specific oh and then you use the paper plate as a slide <laughs> to put it into the wet ingredients when you it. So, slide like um, like down yeah. <laughs> i did not use a paper plate i used a bowl because uh, normal. absolutely not you also use you melt the butter for his as well oh i don't know about the science behind any of this this is all sounding very dodgy to me what melting the butter well let me tell you about a little man called kenji he'll tell you all mm -hmm. about that in his ten thousand word dissertation i'm the one who's gonna have oh. to talk about that i'm gonna keep it brief pals <laughs> So yeah, you melt the butter. Can I also actually, before I talk mm. about this, can I say how annoying how annoying it is that the standard for recipes is that you say what you need to preheat the oven mm -hmm. to at the beginning of the recipe, and that happens so often that when you're making and then it's like preheat the oven, but then it's like but then chill these for twenty four hours. <laughs> what do you want it's me to do? My pet peeve, like absolute pet peeve. It, yeah. How annoying. There's a cost of living crisis. <laughs> Having the oven on costs a lot of money. And yeah, it, yeah, that's very annoying when it comes yeah, to this. Yeah, and you think, well, well, if you've missed this, what else have you missed in our lives? Walton. Yes, exactly. Do you think Walton has a brother called Walton? <laughs> <laughs> he prefers cakes where the, the chocolate comes out the middle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hey. yeah his recipe is all about like um he does it in like minutes for like how long you you beat okay. things rather than like till they're cream, whatever so you melt the butter add it to the uh the st stand the stand mixer with your sugars and beat with the paddle attachment on medium speed for two mm -hmm. minutes so I, I yeah so i did that and then you mix the eggs milk and vanilla in a separate bowl and obviously you've got your sifted paper plate situation obviously so put the egg mixer in and then you use your paper plate as a slide to gradually integrate Whee! the dry ingredients <laughs> <laughs> um chill the dough for one hour and then yeah he says uh scoop the dough into one and a half ounce portions okay. Um, I don't know what that is in grams because I used the ounce setting on my scales <laughs> because I just couldn't be bothered. bothered. <clears throat> and then uh, 15 minutes with a rotate for the pans halfway. Okay. Uh, 15 is long too. It is. But they were great. They were? 
loved them. I loved these ones. And I froze some. I made a mm-hmm. whole batch because he says in the preamble that he does not recommend making half or double batches. Oh. Um, make a whole batch, bake what you want, portion, freeze the rest. Thanks, Alton. So that's what I did, Alt. Um, oh. And already baked some from Frozen uh, when we had some friends over a couple of weeks ago or whenever it was um <laughs> uh it's finished the blow of cookies and they were great from the freezer generally i just i loved them they were a thinner they were a slightly thinner weren't they and slightly more yeah. spread yes yes um they were and they were definitely chewy definitely chewy oh, they definitely hit that brief um alton loves to hit um, a brief that's what we always say about him <laughs> despite only learning about him five minutes ago um he, he really hit that america's worst cook uh brief right on the nose just to say i think he was the presenter of that show i don't think he's america's worst no. cook because that would be a real, a real disservice to people listening <laughs> yeah we just picked the really shitty one yeah thinner definitely chewy mm. not as chewy as i thought they were gonna be no i'll be honest <laughs> I don't know if I wanted like a, you know, there was going to be like a chewy sweet kind of situation, but um, they and they kept really really well, yeah, as well, because uh, yeah, they're that's a big batch. Uh, You're a big batch. <laughs> I'm a bad batch. <laughs> I'm a boss batch actually. <laughs> um, yeah, love them. You know, spoiler alert, they were my fave. Oh. Okay, I won't spoil it. I think they were a tiny bit soft for me, a tiny bit too chewy for me because, as as previously discussed, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I would like a higher. Take me higher. There must be a higher cookie, and it's Felicity Cloaks because they touch the ceiling. What's your ultimate like millimeter? <laughs> Is it like you know? Greg James is just high enough, but LeBron James, too high. <laughs> oh, never too high. Never too high. Yeah, never too high. Never too high. Well, pals, we've arrived at Kenji Lopez Alt. Alton. <laughs> Kenji Lopez Alton Brown. <laughs> That's when you meet the zoo. I love it. Thank them. you. You're welcome. It's extra like fun. Um, buckle up. <laughs> we've got a long ride in front of us. We've got many steps. We've got many dishes to um, make dirty. Um, sorry, just trying to be stuck to again. <laughs> let's, let's get these dishes dirty. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm delirious. I'll let, yeah, so... This appears on the Serious Eats website, uh, probably other websites as well. <laughs> I don't know, but it's like the Food Lab best chocolate chip cookie. I actually don't even know why she's laughing anymore. But anyway, so he gives all these cookie facts before you even get to the recipe. I will give you a, a brief overview of them. Number one, more butter equals wider spread and more tenderness. <laughs> that just sounds like relationship advice. Are you still being? Are you still being seductive? <laughs> spread them um, sorry cookie fact number two creamed butter equals lighter and firmer melted butter equals denser and chewier so that's where your mate Alton's coming from he wants the chewy so that's why the melted butter he god he's still going on about butter butter gives the most flavor we know Kenji you've talked about it for the last three steps brown number four browned butter equals less moisture and less devolved dissolved sugar equals less devolved sugar. <laughs> did, did I say evolved sugar? <laughs> I think it's a devolved sugar. We're back to the, the, the home office. <laughs> I thought I said evolved sugar, that they were like now growing like teeth and hair or something. Um, sorry, that's gross. So brown butter equals less moisture and less dissolved sugar equals less caramel flavour. He's really thought a lot of this through. Well done, Kenji. Extra egg whites, taller cookies, extra yolks, fudgier cookies. I don't know if I can actually keep going through all of these. They're so long. No, it's, it, honestly, we'll post it in the um, 
on Instagram, on our website, whatever. He's just, he just really bangs on before. Anyway, I find all that ironic because they were a fucking disaster. <laughs> yeah, mine were too. Twice they were a disaster for me. Twice. I let them rest in the fridge. Oh my God, listeners, please be glad that I didn't continue with reading the facts because there are no fewer than 20 of those. <laughs> wow. Anyway, yeah, you can read it for yourself. But yeah, basically I let mine rest for overnight and then I also let them rest for a couple of days, which he said because he could he do. Because he suggests that, right? He suggests the longer the better for resting. Yeah, <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need a couple of days rest um, so I stop reading facts at our poor long suffering listeners love you guys love you yeah I'm sorry I'm surprised you're still with us also this re- okay look we'll talk about it we'll, do, we'll get to the method but I'm just surprised it's got a 4.6 rating what were we both doing wrong we'll talk about that anyway so Kenji Brown's the what rating by who by who by whom the, the series eats people, readers, I guess. It's I 130 like ratings. And, I, you know, like, I'm in the Kenji cult, and I will I will subscribe to his cult all day long. But I was very disappointed. Our yeah. household is a Kenji household, and there was a lot of excitement for these cookies, and we were disappointed Bond. in the end. And I think it, it was – I think I did something wrong. Anyway, no, tell us about the recipe. Didn't both couldn't have done something wrong anyway so kenji brown's butter for these um and he gives you very specific instructions on how to do that which you can read yourself but he what i thought was interesting was that when he's done browning the butter you whisk in an ice cube mm-hmm, to, cool to stop so yeah to cool it down which i also thought was questionable because you're technically adding moisture in there you're mm-hmm. adding water in there he also says that you can whisk it over an ice bath Maybe that might have yielded better results, but who knows? Um, you mix together your dry ingredients. You put the, you then put the butter, the browned butter in the fridge, right? Yes, to sorry, cool it right to down, cool completely. Which I think is a uh, yeah was where I went wrong, but I will come back to that. Yeah, um, yeah. He says about twenty minutes. Um, I think later on he says it should be like firming around the edges. Mm-hmm. You whisk together flour, baking soda, salt in a large bowl. He just uses regular flour. Um, but interestingly, rather than creaming the butter and sugar like you've done in, I think, all the other recipes, what he does is he whisks the sh- granulated sugar with eggs and vanilla, vanilla extract in the stand mixer with a whisk attachment. And you have to get it really, you have to get loads of air in there until it's like pale brownish yellow and it falls off the whisk in thick ribbons, which he says takes about five minutes. It took me longer to get the thick ribbons. But um, yeah, like I thought that was interesting because I would usually do that for like brownies or something. I wouldn't do it for cookies. Um, Then you're changing the attachment. I told you to have your, yeah, washing up liquid at the ready because you're going to run through a few dishes (laughs) here. Get your KP going. (laughs) (laughs) That just made me snot. Um, (laughs) Sorry. You're still being seductive. (laughs) I deserve it. Um, You put your paddle attachment onto the mixer. When your brown butter mixture has cooled, he says it should be starting to turn opaque again and firm around the edges. So now with the paddle attachment, you mix the brown sugar and cool brown butter. So your your granulated sugar's off, whisked with your eggs. Now your brown sugar's coming in with your brown butter. Um, and you add that to the egg mixture in the stand mixer. Oh my God, mixture, mixer. Then you mix on medium um, <laughs> speed to combine about 15 seconds. He's so specific about this. Yeah. Then you add in the flour and you mix that until barely combined of another 15 seconds. And then you add in your chocolate, which he uses semi-sweet chocolate, roughly chopped. Um, so I think everyone uses chopped chocolate, actually. Yeah. I don't think anyone uses the arse chips that you were denouncing earlier on. And then he says, transfer to an airtight container and you refrigerate at least overnight in up to three days. Oh, no. Alton Brown okay. actually says chips, but I used chopped chocolate oh. because I'm not a fucking heathen, you know? Yeah, too right. Alton, you are the worst cook or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so you're, now you're ready to bake. Whenever you're ready to bake, whether that's, you know, next day or up to three days later, you use a one ounce ice cream scoop 
the fuck is a one ounce ice cream scoop, lads? I don't know. I don't know. Um, to put the cookie dough on the parchment lined bake sheet. He says each ball should measure approximately three tablespoons in volume and you should be able to fit six to eight on a sheet. That's big. Three tablespoons is a lot of tablespoons, I thought. Yeah, it is. It's really big. And then he it doesn't he make he makes you ball them and then you tear oh. the ball in half to reveal a rougher surface and you stick them back together with the rough sides facing outward. For craggy edges. I don't care about craggy edge. I don't I didn't understand what that did. I did it because it's what the recipe told me to do. But I didn't understand where you were meant to stick them back together. Like I stuck like the roundy ends back to back, but I just didn't know I didn't know what I was doing there really. This one at the Yeah, I think that was right. Okay. Like a little like a little butterfly. Yeah. And then you bake them, he says, for until golden brown brown. Golden brown, <laughs> that's Alton and Moulton's third brother. Um, still soft, thirty. Yeah, brown around the edges, but still soft. Thirteen to sixty minutes. Uh, yeah, you do a halfway rotate, and then when the cookies are still hot and out of the oven, you sprinkle very lightly with coarse salt and you gently press it down to embed. Again, an unnecessary step. You don't need to be pressing anything down. It's kind of melty on top. It's gonna just like come on. Jesus, give these cookies some space. You're micromanaging <laughs> But yeah, so mine just melted all over the place. Mm. They completely yeah. spread out. It felt like there was way too much butter in there. They were kind of greasy looking. They just never like firmed up. Yeah. And they just splodged everywhere. The first batch, like inedible, and like they were, I was baking them for ages. Not inedible because I did eat some. Um, I they were baking, they were baking for ages. I just took them out of the oven in the end, and they were just like a gooey mess, floppy little socks. Yeah. Um, hey, I thought we said we weren't going to use my nickname. <laughs> um, and we even one after three days. Uh, were mildly better and you could they held their shape a bit more and you could kind of shape them when they came out of the oven but still loads of the middle like stuck to the parchment paper and stuff because it was just too gooey it was like there was way too much fat in there i just don't know what was going yes. on mine was similar i did a, the same thing i did again about after about 24 hours did my first batch and they were just it may, may have just it may has have oh my god it may have well have just been one cookie like they mm. spread so much they didn't again they were just floppy the middles like never cooked like they were stuck to the bottom i mean you know they tasted fun like nice like the yeah taste, yeah the, the taste was good and then i'd i cook, baked them again probably yeah another day later and mm. what I, I did um much smaller balls yes. much much smaller balls golf ball sized little i mean maybe that's was three, Steve Rab still there to tell you how big they were <laughs> i facetimed him and i was like hey <laughs> how um, are these balls looking and they came out a, a bit better still mm-hmm. spread quite a lot were were very like soggy is the word anyway <clears throat> i like the taste fine probably a bit too like butterscotchy and caramelly for me um what and then here's what i think for me went wrong yeah is i looked on the comments on that serious eats article to see what might have happened and there's a lot of people saying you you have to your butter has to be firm okay like it, it that's the problem because i did think when i finished making the recipe i thought oh my um my batter is still quite loose. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like cookie batter. It felt quite liquid. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe this is, you know, it's Kenji. I trust Kenji. Mm. But um, yeah, in comparison to the other cookies, like even Alton Browns, where I only, you know, uh, refrigerate it for an hour. But that's what people were saying. It has to go hard in the fridge. And 20 minutes was not long enough mm. for that. Yeah, that's fair. So I thought that was interesting. That makes a lot of sense. But still, just, you know, to go to all of... I was really excited for them. And you go to the lot of faff and it's so specific. And then melty, melty, messy moo. 
Mm. And I wasn't yeah. impressed. And I thought you weren't going to use my nickname. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree with all of that. And he does say in his, like, uh, you know, dissertation <laughs> that he's writing all this so that you can kind of adapt as you see fit. Yeah. Like, with what you like. If you like a higher cookie, if you like whatever, um, you can change the different things if you know, like, the science behind it yeah. all. I was sad. Yeah, meh. So shall we rank our, from, from bottom to top to add to the intrigue? Oh, okay. Uh, so drum roll. In fourth place, yeah. for me, yeah. was Felicity Cloaks. Oof! I am shocked. But it worked. What? Kenji didn't work. Yeah, but I feel like Kenji's, tasted better okay. like the the like even that like soggy kind of texture like you said i still ate them yeah, yeah. i didn't eat the, the felicity cloak ones they've kind of they sat on the side oh, that uh and didn't get eaten Interesting. um not for me too dry not for me maybe it was my fault no uh, maybe i'm the problem it's me um who was your fourth place kenji fail 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 Phil, 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 Phil. It's just, um, yeah, I, I wasn't angry. I was just disappointed. And <laughs> maybe you're right. Maybe I should have let the brown butter cool more. Maybe it should have been more solidified. But God damn it, then tell me that, Kenji. I, I don't, well, it, that's it. Like, tell me it needs to go. Like, and then this, anyway, this was then kind of solidified <laughs> for me <laughs> in my mind when I read that recipe for the carrot cake mm. that you love from Ed Kimber yeah. with the, the brown butter cream cheese frosting. Yeah. And he says the same, right? You brown the butter and then it has to go hard before you make it into the icing, yeah. which makes sense, I suppose, for icing. Anyway. Um, okay. Third place. Yeah. You can go. Felicity, I think, would be third for me. Now that's hard. But I didn't, I don't think, I think I liked them more than you. But yeah, just a bit too cakey, a bit rock cakey. Uh, Ken Kenji was third for okay. me. Yeah, understandably. Uh, because the yeah. dough still tasted good. Damn, that dough <laughs> tastes good. And you know, I, you know, where I feel like you said that about Felicity, there, like you were feeling kind of guilty for putting her third. But someone's got to be third, and I, I think, would I feel guilty for putting Kenji third or last because i love i yeah. we know i love him i will you know he's my otolenghi almost like i i i trust him implicitly with everything but yeah this one uh was not for me anyway yeah second place okay so second place for me oh my god i feel like i'm on um oh. come dine with me <laughs> i don't even think they rank people on the voice do they <laughs> it's just been their chair around i hate that show <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched that show. Oh, it's truly shocking. It's unreal. It's so bad. <laughs> Second place for me was Ravneet. Ooh, okay, yeah. Good, good. Which obviously then puts Alton Brown in first, but you knew that anyway because I'd already told you that. They were close, but I was more excited and I felt like I wanted to keep going back to the Alton Brown ones and I didn't mm. feel that about the Ravneet ones as much. Okay, that's fair. And you can probably tell by my surprise, from my surprise that uh, Alton would be second for me, and mm -hmm. Ravneet first. I think that they, they, yeah, they were just perfect to me. They were the perfect like shape, height, taste. Delicious. What about the cookies? Yeah, Ravneet. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, floppy socks. Oh my god. Um, the sun is asleep, like in the room right below me. I've got a not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were just great so that is from hannah that is rav alton felicity, felicity kenji, kenji. <laughs> and then for me for victoria that is alton yeah. rav kenji felicity so very, very different good. well not fair i mean there's only four. and i guess we're <laughs> there's only so many combinations. <laughs> what we're saying is alton and ravni are both top um, depending on whether yeah. you're like a kind of flat and chewy gal or a slightly bigger kind of crispy gooey gal. Yeah, and also whether you like the dark brown sugar, brown yeah. sugar or light brown yeah, yeah. sugar. All all great. We'll add them. They're all available yeah. online. Um so you can you can find them. What 
are your honourable mentions for chocolate chip cookies? My honourable mentions are to maybe to people's surprise, Alison Roman's chocolate chunk shortbread cookie. But that didn't seem to quite meet our criteria of a classic. Because you know how you roll it in the demerara sugar. You roll yeah, the cookie and log. And it's the shortbread. Them. Yes, exactly. It's not cookie. But they are so fucking good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, they're my favorite thing in the whole world. Um, well, that's not true. <laughs> your, um, son, your son who's asleep downstairs, <laughs> he sits upright in his cot. <laughs> um... But they are brilliant, and you should. They're also foolproof, I think. Yeah, and they, and second honourable mention from me would be, uh, Nadia. So I'm actually picking two chefs that I've really berated previously. <laughs> Nadia bakes has uh, Nadia has one in her book. Nadia bakes. Um, the only thing I don't like about them is they use almond extract, and I don't really love that. Mm. But I remember I've made a batch of those before and had them in the freezer, and they were great every single time. Um, so I think they're another. They are another good one. Interesting. I should try those. Uh, almond extract always gives that like birthday cake kind of fake marzipan, which I quite like. Gross. Yeah, but I can see how. Yeah, that could be. There's a there's a limit, isn't yeah. there? Like if you put too much of it in. Yeah, my limit is zero. I don't know if I have any other one apart from Alison Romans. You know, if if we're going beyond the boundaries of our. Uh, of our rules yeah. for this episode your dory greenspan ones yeah. with everything Oat, in peanut butter chocolate, chocolate. chip yeah They're amazing and then also a shout out for a, re- a random recipe that you sent me from your friend's house that you were staying at for those banana and chocolate chip cookies oh. that you, do you remember no. that that you made i don't so, and then i made it and they were so good and i don't know what book that was from wow i have no idea um it was when you were cat sitting oh well and i think you made it for them when they came home but oh yes I, it'll be in our messages yes we'll look that up and, and let you guys know what that was yeah they were spectacular like real you know you don't think about putting banana in cookies um unless you're you know like a, a child but uh which I am. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> but yeah, they were great. But yeah, the Alice and Roman ones. Yeah. Chef's kiss for me. They are great. Um, when you speak, when you said about the banana cookies, I'm reminded of an Ottolenghi ding, ding, ding recipe where it's like in sweet, where it's melted. I think it's like they're chocolate cookies and they have banana in them and then you roll them in like icing sugar and when they bake... They go this kind of beautiful, crinkly way, oh, and they're really yeah. soft from the banana, and they are great. Yum, yum. So, yes. That? That is chocolate chip cookies. That is chocolate chip cookies. I have no idea what this book is, It's but the recipe was brown butter, banini, banana, 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 banana. They mentioned to us, too. Brown butter, banana, and tahini chocolate chunk cookies. And I think we should just oh post God, this so recipe good. on our Instagram and then people will have it because we've got both of the pages here. <laughs> we just won't credit whoever it is. <laughs> Agree. Definitely. Um, that was great. But listeners, we would love to hear what your classic chocolate chip cookie recipe is. What yes. you go to? What did we miss out on? And also, we'd love to hear which other classic recipes you'd love us to cover because we might do a couple of more of these 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 season <laughs> these in <laughs> these season um they don't have to be sweet ones no can be anything it could be your lasagna except i won't make it with meat <laughs> i will make it with corn <laughs> just like nana wanted <laughs> <laughs> just like i did in the olden days <laughs> soy based crumbles um it could be, yeah, anything. Pie. Pie. Remember that Hannah is a vegetarian. <laughs> it's okay. Look, we don't have to. We don't have to limit limit the folks. We'll figure it out. Tomato sauce is one that we keep wanting to talk about because Mar- yeah, Marcella. We, I think we definitely will. Yeah, Marcella has hands. That will be hard to beat, won't it? It's a bloody great recipe. Spoiler. I don't know. Like I know that we, again. We've <laughs> slagged up, but Alison Roman has a really good tomato sauce recipe, like a buttery one. Uh, which I think I talked about previously, but anyway, 
uh, okay. that it's not for today. This season is going to be all about us going back and like questioning our <laughs> poor decisions about chefs that we've this is flagged the off. Alison Roman Sam. <laughs> None of you saw coming. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Lovely friends. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks. We hope you like this little, you know, different episode. Yeah. And yes, you should let us know your favorite chocolate chip cookies and what you want to do. And um, we love you. And we're excited to be back for season three, baby. Season three, wildcard season, teamless season. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cookbook Circle. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a review as it helps others to find us and enjoy us. You can see how the recipes from this episode turned out on our Instagram at Cookbook Circle, where you can also get in touch with us, let us know your thoughts, feedback, ideas for episodes, whatever you like. We really love to hear from all of you. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.